Hello everyone, welcome to God's Internet Church Podcast episode 85. Today we're going to be talking about Job chapter 8 and then we're going to be doing our prayer time and then we're going to be doing our closing stuff that we do in our closing like the benediction prayer, blessing prayer and prayer requests and and then closing a mark for the Bible study. But actually, Job chapter 8, and I'm sorry that ladies and people that my um, my uh, phone didn't get turned off. I got the producer yelling at me through the glass. You should be laughing at him. But we're going to be looking at verses chapter 8, chapter 9, and... I believe chapter 10 today we're gonna because all of these go together just like we did yesterday as I was studying this I said that all this <laughs> should be together now as you know yesterday we learned yesterday's podcast that Job's friends started to talk and share with him and his friend Zippas believed that all this suffering was because he sinned against God. And this caused Job man, to be called a fool by his friend. And this caused Job to have feel great anguish and upsetting him. And caused Job to question his continuing trial. But he did not turn on God. He might have questioned himself why, you know, he, he's got all this grief of losing everything he's got all this grief of not having livestock and stuff to make his money and stuff that he did before and and plus now his friends are not listening to him and believing him and it's causing them great anguish and it's causing them to doubt himself but just like I said he he might have questioned God's methods, but he did <laughs> not turn back on God. And I just want to apologize if you hear coughing or anything in the background. Some of us here are under the weather. And so it's causing some coughing. So we apologize. We don't have no sound buffing to get through. Just pray for us. And pray that people don't get really 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 sick but where everything's okay it's right now it's just a common cold and in fact that was my wife and she's been under the weather and now she's taking a cough drop so we should be okay but that's okay we apologize that she likes to sit in the same room with me when we preach or share the word because she wants to hear the word too all right now, what we're going to do, like I said, we're going to talk today about Job chapter 8 and through chapter 10 on our Bible study today. Now, Job's second friend, Bildad, gives his view on Job, okay? So what we're going to do, we're going to go to the book of Job, chapter number 8. The book of Job, chapter number 8. 
and as we're all turning there the book of Job chapter number 8 and we're going to start in verse 1 to all the way to verse 22 for our first part of the thing and this is actually the first speech of Bildad okay and it says then answered Bildad the Shudanite and said how long will thou speak these things how long shall the word of thy mouth be like a strong wind does God pervert judgment or does the Almighty pervert justice if thy children have sinned against him and he have cast him away for there is transgression if thou wouldest seek unto God quickly and make supplication to the Almighty if thou was pure and upright surely now he would awake for me for thee and make the habitation of thy righteousness for prosperous though being they thy beginning was small yet thy latter and should greatly increase for the iniquities I pray thee of the former age and prepare thyself for search of their fathers for we are but yesterday and now nothing but our days upon the earth are shadow shall not they teach thee and tell thee and othering words out of the heart can the rush grow up without without mire can the flag grow without water Wallace is yet in his greenness and is not cut down and whereas before any herbs so are the paths of all that forget God and the hypocrites hope shall perish whose hope shall be cut off who, whose trust shall be a spider web he shall lean upon his house but it shall not stand he shall hold its fast but it shall not endure he sh he is green before the sun his branches shooteth forth in his garden his roots are wrapped about the heap and seeth the place of stone if he destroys him from his place when it shall deny him saying I have not seen thee behold this is the joy of his way and out of the earth shall others grow behold God will not cast away a perfect man neither will he help the evildoers if he fills thy mouth with laughing and thy lips with rejoicing they hate these shall be clothed with shame and dwell place of the wicked shall come to nigh now this is basically Bildad's and he's basically following suit with Ispa and saying he needs to basically come off his high horse emit what he did and go to God okay this is basically what he's saying he stated that wisdom of a Patrick teaches that the wicked man would perish as severely 
as a weed without water. But that is not too late. But it's not too late for Job to repent and return to God's favor. And then as we read, he was kind of saying, well, your kids probably died because of their sin. But we know that God, we know that Jacob required in chapter 1, that Jacob required his kids to come and as he was sacrificing for their sins. So, in the religious times and things that was set up for this time, his kids would be set, right? He, he had them repent every day in the sacrifices, right? I think that these, they would be set. And he, he's basically saying that you need to repent and move on with God. Stop doing this foolishness. He didn't say this, but in a roundabout way, he's calling Job a fool too. Get off of your high horse, admit what you've done, ask God to forgive you, and move on. Alright? Now, let's go to verse chapter 9 to see Job answered to his friends. Alright? Let's start in verse 1 all the way to 35. Job chapter not Job 9 chapter 1 to 35 to his answer. Then I'll explain what I've learned what his answer is this. Then Job answered and said, I know this is so far a truth. But no man be judged with be judged with God. If he will contend with him, he cannot answer him one him one of a thousand. If he wise he is wise in heart and mighty in strength, who has hardened himself against him and has prospered which removeth the mountains, and they know not, which overturns, let him his anger, which shaketh the earth out of the place, and the pillars thereof trembled, which the commands the sun, and the rise not, and seals up the stars, which alone sp spreadeth out the heavens, and treadeth upon the waves of the sea. Make, which make Arctic, Orient, and Persia, and the chamber of the south. This does great things. Find out ye, and wonder without number. So he goes by me, and I see him not. He passes on also, but I perceive him not. Behold, he takes away who can hinder him. Who will say unto him, That doesest thou? If God will not withdraw his anger, the proud helper, to stoop under him. How much less shall I answer him, and choose out my words to reason with him? Whom thou I were righteous, yet would I not answer. But I would make supplication to my judge. If I have called he had answered me. 
yet would I not believe that he had hearkened unto my voice. For he breaketh me with a tempest, and multiplieth my wounds without cause. He will not suffer me to take my breath, but filleth me with bitterness. If I speak of strength, he is strong. If of judgment, who shall set me in the time to plead? If I justify myself, my own mouth shall condemn me. If I say I am perfect, I shall also prove me perverted. Though I were perfect, yet would I not know my soul. I would despise myself. This is one thing, therefore I said it. He destroyeth the perfect and the wicked. If the scorn slays suddenly, he will laugh at the trials of the innocent. The earth is given unto the hands of the wicked. He covered his face of the judge thereof, and is not whereas who he is. Now my days are swift, and are post and fleet away. They see no good. They are passed away as the swift ship, as the eagle hastens to the prey. I, if I say I will forget my complaint, I will leave off my heaviness and comfort myself. I am afraid of my sorrow. I know that thou will not hold me innocent. If, if I be wicked, why then labor in vain? If I wash myself with snow water and make my hands never, ever, never so clean, he shall now plunder me in the ditch, and my own clothes shall have owed me. He is not a man as I am. I shall answer him, and we should come together in judgment. Neither is there any day man between us that might lay his hand upon us both. Let him take his rod away from me, and let not his fear terrify me. Then would I speak and not fear him. But it is not so with me. Well, that was a mouthful to get through, wasn't it? Now, this, as I said, it was the answer to, to Birbad and on his speech to him. All right, and then, and his answer was, when Job answered Bildad, he basically agreed with his friend's point that God is just, rewarding a good man and perishing the wicked. The difficult, the difficulty is that God is so unimaginably great that no mortal created can measure up to him or even approach him through. So basically here, what he's saying here, hey, I agree with you. If there's a wicked man out there and they're doing wrong, God has a right to punish them. God has a right to bring them to their knees. All right? But Job is saying this. Job continued to maintain his 
in his um, innocence and his despair over getting through to God to state his case. From Job's perspective, God is too distant and too mighty to listen to more a mortal like him. And, and anyway, it looks like God caused suffering regardless of whether they deserve it or not. Now, at this point, you got to think, Joe's friends are doing it. He's already discouraged. And he's taking things up with God. Now they're, they're telling him that he's got to be a worse sinner. And then he's realizing all of his praying and stuff that things are not getting any better. They're getting worse because now he's got two friends criticizing him heavily. And I think that would put anyone into a tailspin. What about you? A big tailspin. And he does like most of us do as Christians. Why should I go to God when he's going to do what he wants? Okay? But you know what? The most important thing that we can do is go to him. Now, we do know from Job chapter 1 that all of this is happening because the devil put a challenge out to God and God accepted it to prove the devil wrong. But what I'm seeing here, even though he told his friends, yeah, he agreed with them, and even though he just told his friends at this point that we're talking about, that why should I talk to him? He's still maintaining his innocence and that God is going to bring him through. He did not give up on God, okay? So let's talk about the lost part, the last part of his statement. In the speech, he said, whether they, I mean, God likes causing suffering regardless whether they deserve it or not. Well, there's three things, well, there's four things that we shared just before the last few um, podcasts. Sometimes God allows it to prove the devil's wrong, which is in Job's case. To strengthen the faith of being uh, believers and being something coming ahead and bringing them closer to God through it. To get us on the right track. But we know that it's God that proving the devil wrong. That's what we learned here so far today. So, as we see, even Bildad was calling him basically a fool. And you need to come off your high horse and just admit God that you did wrong. And repent and everything will get better. And yes, Job is feeling a little bit pressure from three sides. He's got the devil attacking him from taking everything away from him. He's got the devil attacking him with his friends. And he's trying to grief, you know, settle his grief. All right. So what have we learned so far? Well, we learned so far in these first two things that Bildad 
wanted to say, hey, you just need to repent and get over and be done with it. Why are you letting this suffering continue? Job is saying, why? He's defending himself. In the midst, he's still defending God, too, because he didn't turn his back on God. And at this point, the devil lost again. Okay? Now, let's go to Job chapter 10, verses 1 through 22. Job chapter 10, verses 1 through 22. I think we have time to go over this today. Now, this is the Job's going to question even more his oppression. And I believe he's only doing it because of what Bilbad just said. Okay? It says, My soul is weary of my life as he continues his speech. I will leave my complaints upon myself. I will speak in bitterness, O my soul. I will say unto God, Do not condemn me. Show me wherefore thou contendest with me. It is good unto thee that thou shouldest oppress that thou shouldst despise the work of thy hands and shine upon the counsel of the wicked. Hast thou eyes or flesh or seeth that thou man seeth? Are thy days as the days of man? Are the years as men days? Thou hast inquired after my iniquities and searchest after my sins. Thou knowest that I am not wicked. And there is none that can de- deliver out of my hands. Thy hands have made me and fashioned me together around about, yet thou destroyed me. Remember, I beseech thee that thou have made as me as clay, and will thou bring me into dust again? Has thou not poured me out as milk and curdled me like cheese? Thou hast clothed me with skin and flesh, and hast fenced me with bones and bones. Thou hast granted me life and favor, and thy visitation has preserved my spirit. And these things hast thou hid in, in my heart. I know that this is with thee. If I sin, then thou maketh me, and thou wilt not acquit me from my iniquities. But if I be wicked, woe unto me that thou be righteous, that I will be not lifted up my head. I am full of confusion. Therefore see my affliction. For it increaseth thou hunted me as a fierce lion. And again thou showest thyself marvelous upon me. Thou renewest my witness against me and increase thy indignation upon me. Changes to war are against me. Wherefore then hast thou brought me forth out of the womb, of that I had given up the ghost, and no eyes have seen me? I should have been as though I have not been. I should have carried from the womb to the grave. Are not my days few? Cease then, let me alone that I may take a little comfort, a little. Before I go, when I shall not return, even to the land of darkness and to the shadow of the death, 
a land of darkness as darkness itself and of the shadow of death without any order and where the light is as darkness now what's going on here is this Job is questioning his oppression he's questioning why am I going to do this okay Job asked God to leave him alone and but before he did that he's saying God I've been good I did what you called me to do maybe you're punishing me and I didn't realize I did something then you should punish me so he's kind of saying the same thing over for his friends but then it came and said that he was confused why are you punishing me when I'm living good for you and we all grow through these things but it goes back up to saying sometimes God allows it to happen to prove the devil wrong which is in this case and to strengthen them, bring us faith and closer to God to get us on the right track okay them are the three things and why sometimes we go through stuff like this Job asked God at this point to leave him alone so that he can find a little comfort before he goes into the grave in other words he wanted peace he just wanted God to stop tempting him and doing everything which God wasn't doing it the devil was allowing him to do it he just wanted peace before he died Job's complaint fashioned unto the idea that it is unjust for God the creator to create him if he all going to do is destroy Job alright and this is why now remember he's confused alright in other words he's always with God the basis of what we understand to be God nature as creator of human beings this is arguably the expression of faith in the midst of suffering after Job okay rather than to question God instead simply turning his back on him okay in other words yeah he's going through this he's venting he's mad at God he, and it's okay to get mad at God alright because God doesn't understand we're, going, we're humans we're going through our emotion okay but we also know if we are true Christians that God allows things to happen to us with this stuff for a reason okay and even though he's questioning God and he's going through everything simply he's deciding to question God alright and not turn his back on him if you notice he didn't say he asked God to leave to leave the suffering alone but he, no, he noticed he didn't say I'm done I'm not doing this no more you know you know I'm going to go do what I want what have you done for me he didn't say that he just kept saying 
questioning suggested that on the same level he maintained faith in God even if he dismayed and by God's ways and that's what we got to learn there's going to be times in our life we're not going to understand why God's allowing this but that's why we do got the book of Job in there to teach us that sometimes it's not something that we did it's something that maybe the devil's trying to prove God wrong and God's trying to prove the devil wrong and that we need to maintain we may not understand what's going on but we we got to maintain it and you know this has kind of happened to that show that I watch me and my wife every Monday through Friday and it's called Young Shelton and during the show we watched yesterday um, a little girl died and it tested Mary's faith the, the, the mother in the show because she's a mother and she was saying how can God allow something like that to happen but you know it took her son who basically stands as an atheist and the, and the man of silence science but he looked up at the stars and he came back and I think on on a level of something he does believe in God he just don't upwardly want to say he's trying to do the science for the science persona and I think he really does believe in God and he basically told his mom God knows there's a reason for everything and he basically said God keeps this universe exactly the way it needs to be and it would have to be a higher creator up there to keep everything the same alright and how we know that God ain't trying to prepare us to be stronger for something's going to come down the road even harder that the devil is going to try and then she asked him, "Well, you're an atheist. How, how, how? Why are you trying to fix this?" And he basically said, "I do. I might be an atheist, but I do believe there's some big kind of maker that made this world, or some higher power." And so, in a roundabout way, he's saying he's an atheist, but he's not an atheist, right? Mm-hmm. He believes that something, God, or something's out there controlling this. Alright. And that's what we have to do. God is allowing for the reason. My cousin Lori, me and my wife, and from this last weekend until now, there's a lot going on. I mean a lot going on. And let me tell you something. God is going to bring it all through and he has. But the Bible also tells us what he means for bad. What is meant for bad against us from the devil, God turns around and make good. So in the end of everything that's going on, instead of looking at the problem, we can complain like we do. We know we're going to do it, but we've got to remember that God is in control. And he's going to take care of it. So that's what we learned today. We learned that Job's two friends are basically calling him a sinner. He needs to stop fooling around and 
get off his high horse and has repent and then we learn that Job is kind of mad at God but he's keeping up with God and he's trusting God but he and he's also saying he didn't need some of this extra pressure and he's asking God just to leave the pressure off me for a while you know in a roundabout way God probably did leave that pressure off him for a while we didn't hear that we don't read that but God does give us a way of mistake if we just come to him and that's what people don't realize we need to go to God in these times especially and let him help us through and basically that's what Job was doing in his when he was they said questioning Job was questioning his oppression he was actually talking to God he came out like he was venting and mad at God but it also meant as you listen to it and we read it he also was on God's side if I did do something I need to be punished but it's just too much right now and I feel I didn't do nothing wrong but take the pressure off me that's what we learned from that okay and that's what we need to focus on we need when we go through these storms trust God there's a reason when we want to say why ask why there's a lot of people out there say that you shouldn't ask God why I believe you should because God will tell you he will tell you you need to ask God why we may not like the answer if it is something maybe we're sinning but God will tell you and help you. And then we need God to help us through that storm. We need to come into his shelter out of the storm and let him guide us. And that's in a roundabout way what Job did. Alright. Now, that's how we're going to close the Bible study. But now we're going to go into our prayer request time and... I was trying to be done in 30 minutes, but things went over about five minutes already so far, but that's okay. We're going to be gone, done within maybe the next five, ten minutes. We're going to be praying now our prayer request segment. And I'm going to go through it with you, and then we're going to pray individually. Now, we know that James Weaver, my dad, has an aorta on his, I mean, uh, aneurysm on his aorta. We need to pray for my mom's back, and she's got a cold, which is Lord Lee Weaver. We need to pray for my cousin Margaret for the problem going between her brother and and the situation and uh, things happened before her mom died, and and her leg and her grieving for her parents. We need to pray for Lloyd. He's got cancer and the recovery of COVID. Um, we need to. Be pray for my brother-in-law and my wife as they're getting ready to close the estate and things go the way it's supposed to go there. Um, we need to pray for my friend Sean for his two his unspoken and for his uh, mother's hip surgery placement recovery and then for my friend Paul in Georgia. Pray for his back and his business to be more profitable and for his daughter not to get coronavirus for my cousin Sharon for her things that are going on in her family for my cousin-in-law Justina she fell and hit her head in the tub we need to pray for her and she's got something with uh, 
an elbow that she's got pain in and then we got my aunt Denise so she don't get sick and get corona don't get be with her back to touch her and to be with her surgery that she's got up coming up and we need to pray for my cousin Lori and all the things going on in her life right now as I said we got a lot going on and then for us for my blood pressure to straighten out and which is kind of had a little problem last night but it's working out this morning um then for an unspoken that we got going on and and today that we need guidance about and then um for my wife Ruth she's sick uh with a cold and I feel like I'm starting to come down with a cold so sorry if it seemed like I was a little distracted or a little off the mark today because I'm not feeling too good today um then for my grandma for her eyes her ears and her legs to get better so she can have a little bit more happier life mm -hmm. so we're going to pray for these things right now and then I'll do the closing benediction <laughs> blessing and then do our closing <laughs> and then do regular closing and for the podcast and 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 then see you tomorrow uh, let us pray dear heavenly father I ask you right now to be with my dad James Weaver I just ask you to go down and touch his body and take care of this aneurysm and let it either fix the problem what's going where it can go away or not grow we ask you to be with my mom Lord we touch her with her back we ask you to touch the back and fix the situation we ask you to heal her cold Lord and we ask you to be with this situation upon the insurance even though she has insurance but they will pay the bill for her back because of something that went crazy we just ask you let it get worked out and Lord we ask you to be with my cousin Margaret in the situation with her brother we just ask you to work things out there we ask you Lord to be with the agreement that she's going through with her mother and father and Lord we ask you to be with her leg and touch and heal her we ask you be with Lloyd Lord and his cancer. We ask you continue to, to touch and heal him, Lord. We ask you to be with him and his wife as they're getting over COVID. And we just ask you to be with their their COVID recovery, Lord. And Lord, we ask you to be with my friend Sean. He's like a brother from another mother. We ask you to be with his unspoken. We ask you to be with his... Uh, mother's hip placement recovery that she had and there's been some issues trying to get her through the recovery and Lord we just ask you to be with my brother-in-law Paul and Ruth as they close the estate we just ask you Lord let the lawyer get back to us or let her brother get back to us and and get things settled where it's supposed to be because things are not actually seem to be gelling like they're supposed to be and Lord we just ask you to let everything work out there and Lord we ask you to be with my friend Paul in Georgia we just ask you uh, to be with his back Lord we ask you to touch his, his business and let it prosper and we ask you Lord to touch his daughter and keep her from getting coronavirus and Lord I ask you to be with my cousin Sharon and her and her uh, mm -hmm. everything going on in her family 
I just ask you to let it all work out in a very special way. And Lord, I ask you to be with Justina, and we ask you to touch her head, touch her stomach, and touch her her elbow, and let everything go the way it's supposed to go there for her. And Lord, we just ask you to be with my Aunt Denise and her back, touch and heal her and her hip. We also, Lord, ask you to be with her surgery coming up and let everything go good there. And Lord, we just ask you to be with my cousin Lori and all the things going on in her life, Lord. We we said we thank you, Lord, that we see a solution coming through a lot of it. We just ask you to take care of it in Jesus' name. And Lord, we just ask you to be with my um, grandma, Lord. We just ask you to touch her eyes so she can see better. Eyes. We ask you to touch her legs so she can walk better and get around better. And we ask you to touch her hands, her ears, so she can hear better, too. And, Lord, we just ask you to be with me and my blood pressure. I just ask you to let things get better, and things have get better, and I thank you for that. But let them get totally better, and we ask you this in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, we're going to close with our benediction um, thought. And then we'll close the podcast. And we're going to read number five today. It says, Now may the God of peace himself sanctify you completely. And may your your whole spirit, soul and body be kept blameless at the coming of our Lord Jesus Christ. He who calls you his faithful, he will surely do it. 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 23 and 24. I want you to read this as part of your prayer over your family. I want you to read it over your family and pray it over your family. And you will see a change in your family situation. And on that note, I like want you to love one another, help one another, be kind one another, even in these times. Help one another and love one another. And join us tonight. And if I'm not um, feeling good, too good, I'm still planning to be on the air. We'll see how my health goes through the day. But we will be on God's Internet Church broadcast Bible study tonight at 7 o'clock. And join us live. You can go to Facebook, ask, join the group. It's that easy. Just go to Facebook, type in God's Internet Church. It'll bring up the group, hit join, and you'll become part of the, of the thing. And then when we go live, you will notice that we will, we're on live. And you'll be able to watch it live there. Or you can watch whatever there later. But if for some reason we don't go on the air, and I'm going to make an announcement early enough. Um, if for some reason we don't go on the air... There will be a rerun put on or something that God leads to do. Because I don't have an assistant pastor to take over. Right now my plans is to do it. And right now I'm filling up to do it. So we'll see what happens. On that note, i like to say God bless you. See you tonight for God's Internet Church Bible Study. And see you tomorrow for God's Internet Church Podcast Episode episode 86 right now I'm your host Pastor Ron Weaver saying God bless you and have a blessed day